Episode 214, Remembering Grandma Vi. This is the Aircast for the week of April 7, 2013. From Aircast.com. Welcome to the Aircast. Well, thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, the listener feedback line. Um, if memory serves, I had promised last week that this week would be um, the part two of the listener feedback week, because I know I've got to get to Chad and discuss uh, iMovie and iMovie editing. But, you know, sometimes life just kind of throws you a little schedule curve, and that's that's where we're at now. And actually, as I think about it, um, it hasn't been that long. Wow. So, um, in Ericast time, this is the week of April 7, but um, in real time, this is being recorded like at the, the last few hours of the week. So, it's the, uh, the, the 13th, Saturday the 13th. Um, just got home from a tour of the Twin Cities Public Television TV studios. Uh, very, very cool. But the so the week's events are that Ruth's grandmother, so the girl's great grandmother Violet, for whom Chloe Violet is named, um, passed away on Wednesday afternoon. So if Sunday was the seventh, Monday the eighth, ninth, tenth, so um, so April tenth. On Easter, Vi had, I'm trying to think how much, how much, by the way, that's what this episode's going to be about. I'm not going to sneak in anything else, so if you're just like, I don't want to hear about some dead grandmother, feel free to turn the Ericast off and you can catch up next week. We'll talk iMovie or something. But since, as Garrick Van Buren said, my niche is me... Um, and here, here I am. We're we're going to talk for just a few minutes, uh, sort of by way of explanation of why the Aircast is is late. Um, yeah, just kind of how that how that goes. So, um, so on Easter, Vi had fallen in her apartment. Um, I think I've mentioned this before. She was in sort of a, a minimally assisted living apartment complex where they had. Uh, a, a dinner plan, so they'd call you each morning to find out what dinner you wanted, which is also a really good way to check in on you and make sure you're okay and you answer the phone and you're coherent and whatever um, without it being blatantly obvious that they're just calling to find out if you're still alive and well, um, as they call and ask you if you want dinner that, that night. Um, a really good uh, setup, I thought, and um, still think, and it's attached like a nursing home care center thing. And so Ruth's folks came over to pick her up um, for family dinner on Sunday, and she had fallen about an hour before. And Vi, being Vi, um, figured, well, you know, my son will be here soon, so I'll just lie here and wait, I guess. I actually don't know if she if she got up or moved to a chair or whatever, but um, they took her to the ER because she was in pretty bad shape, and it turned out that she had fractured her pelvis in a couple places. So here's the interesting thing. And you know, you know me and my philosophy background and stuff. So I, I think about this. Um, Vi had like triple bypass surgery um, twelve years ago, fifteen years ago. I don't even know how long. Sometime in her eighties. And if you look at the actuarial tables, that that is probably not the wisest investment to um, to think about that. But people are not about 
you know, let's just cash this out as a wise investment. I'm very, very happy that society doesn't run that way. Um, that whole thing of, you know, 80% of healthcare costs are spent in the last X number of days or weeks of someone's life. Well, that's the, okay, true. Um, What's hard is you don't necessarily know that it's going to be their last X number of days or weeks of their life. Um, if you did the math on Vi in her 80s, you would probably have assumed that, and that triple bypass or whatever it was was probably not a wise thing to do. Well, what that meant is, in addition to all sorts of other things, she was able to see you know, two more great-grandchildren, both of my daughters, not just born, but then grow up. Um, and that's kind of my reflecting on on Vi. And I had I had you know I had told her this, um, you know, in in as um, socially appropriate a context because uh, you know Vi's husband, uh, Ruth's grandfather, died. Oh gosh, probably thirty five years ago from diabetes. So you know she's been alone for a long time, and she she knew that, and her faith was strong. Um, so she kind of figured, well, God is keeping me here for a reason. I don't exactly know why, because I'm I'm ready to go home, Lord. Um, but I I I always commented that you know, thanks to her, not only did my girls, you know, have the opportunity to know four grandparents, but to know a great grandparent, um, which is is an opportunity that I didn't have just by luck of the draw. Um, so probably like a year and a half ago, she had fallen and broken a hip. And we thought, well, that's probably going to be it. Um, and they did, I'm not sure if they actually did a replacement or if they did some other surgery. They did surgery and stuff and put her in the rehab center and um, and she got better. Um, and then like a year ago, because I did the Foursquare check-in to the care center, um, which, at, by the way, is not because all the hip people are earning points checking into the care center, but because that's a pretty you know, low-hanging fruit sort of way of documenting where you are when, because when we checked back in um, this past week, um, it said, hey, last time you were here was March of 2012. I'm like, okay, well, that's when she had the pulmonary embolism. There you go. Um, which, again, at the time, we kind of thought, oh, that's probably going to be it. And it wasn't. And you had another Mother's Day and more birthdays for the girls and another Christmas. And, you know, there you go. So um, this one, it's that same balance of, well, this is probably it. But, of course, we've said that time and time again. So we'll kind of see what's in store. Um, but unlike previous times where, you know, C. diff or other infections and things, you know, said and they were able to knock those out, this time she got pneumonia. And that 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 was one that she couldn't overcome. So we got the call on um, Tuesday night. We actually had um, some some folks over. They said no, that's that's a long story. I'll talk about that in another podcast. They said no, no. Um, you know, even though we've got this you know time scheduled and stuff, you you go because um, they said yeah. At that at that point she had um, she'd become unresponsive. But they say hearing's the last thing to go. So um, as I explained to the girls as we drove down to uh, to see her, it's like, well, you know, we're going to remember the good times with Grandma Vi. So this really isn't for us. This is for her. Um, if she can hear us, she would, you know, if we were in that position, we would we would want to know that our our loved ones were there supporting us. And so we are there to support her and let her know that we are we are there and we love her, um, and that we are. Um, 
you know, with her on her on her walk home. Um, and what was what was also noteworthy, I had a conversation with the girls later too, is my mom's mom had Alzheimer's for like 20 years. So I never, I never knew her um, in anything other than really a, an unresponsive state. I remember going um, to the nursing home. My, uh, my dad's mom died. I'd have to look up the numbers, but I was like two or three or whatever, um, maybe four, but I don't think so. His dad died when I was five. And I remember a little bit of him. Mom's dad died when I was six. And I, I remember him. Um, he had taken a, a trip out to visit. He was a doctor. And so um, he had, I think it was a, um, an abdominal aneurysm. Um, and he he knew what he had, and he knew what the prognosis was, um, and so I I think um, I think he kind of made the decision some doctors do, where they say, well, you know, if that's what takes me, that's not a bad way to go. Um, so he died when I was six, and mom's mom uh, died when I was about ten, but I never knew her, so I was able then to talk to the girls and say, okay, so you know, you know, the the condition that we saw great-grandma Vi in, um, you know, sort of sleeping, but sort of not, sort of, you know, that you can, a different sort of state. And to be able to explain to them, that's that's how I knew my grandmother, um, which is always good to, you know, give the reminder of the privilege that it is to um, to know all four of your grandparents. So, um, so we went down, um, saw Vi, said our goodbyes, um, don't know if she heard them or not, but uh, know that we had, um, we'd seen her not that long before. Uh, as, as I say, I'm, I'm kind of doing the, the, the mental math that really isn't that long. Um, cause they didn't, um, they didn't think that she would make it through the night and she, um, did, but, uh, then died the next morning. So died on Wednesday the 10th. So yeah, that's, um, and it's, it's an interesting, thing to sort of process through the mixed emotions because uh, as I say her faith is strong as is ours so we are um, as confident as we are of anything that well we know where she is Um, and yeah has led a good life etc but that that of course then doesn't um, mean that you don't mourn the loss you know it's still sad death in general is still sad um, theologically, I would argue that, you know, yes, it's a part of life, but it's not really part of the original design. So um, it is still a hard or painful thing. But um, still, you know, you, you, you mourn in the context of celebrating a, a life that was really well lived. So, um, and then all the pragmatic stuff of, of, you know, Ruth and her siblings and you know working with their dad and clearing out the apartment and all that kind of stuff so um so it's not like i've been particularly swamped with work but it's just it's one of those things that kind of sits in um it's a fairly big rock in the emotional bucket so that's uh that's that's been this week and why i haven't um been hyper motivated to to run down here to Studio A and get a podcast about video editing recorded. Um, I haven't forgotten about you guys out there. Um, thank you for listening. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So all that said, now that cheerful note, um, we'll see how I get plugged 
back into the schedule. I promised early on in this episode that there wouldn't be anything substantive, so I'm not really going to talk too much about um, playing with Evernote, uh, the um, minibar last Saturday. Um, not minibar like going to the hotel and drinking, um, but the uh, bar camp inspired Minnesota um, experience with WordPress and social media and programming and all that. That was a week ago today, actually. So today it was kind of nice to just hang out with the girls and do the Lowe's woodworking thing and go to go to the public TV studio and um, and just hang out with them because I didn't do that a week ago because a week ago I was at that event, which was really cool. But now I'm kind of trying to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I process that and kind of close the open loops, as David Allen would say. Um, dabbling with Evernote as a possible tool to do that, but I'm not quite sure. And... In weather news, for you outstate listeners, um, we ju- we got more snow. I put all the shovels away up in the attic and stuff. <laughs> it's all okay. Spring's coming, and instead we're lucky to hit a high of 39 or 40, and we get snow and sleet and ice. And didn't get clobbered with the 12 to 15 inches that they they feared we might get, but we did get um, several several inches on um, Thursday. I think it was. It was Thursday. Um, that is something we were there on Tuesday and kind of joking with Vi. It's like, I, you're not missing anything, Vi. <laughs> it's, you know, we don't have spring. Um, that's that's okay. Nothing, nothing to write home about outside. So, yeah, it's just been kind of a hunkered down sort of... Um, my, my only podcast-related reflection is when things are going really great and the weather's beautiful and it's wonderful, I'll say... Sorry I didn't do a podcast, but we've been so busy out in the yard and the croci are up and we're planting seedlings or whatever. And when things aren't going as well, not bad. As I say, not um, many people have far more things to complain about. But when things are just a little bit more melancholy, then it's like, eh, didn't feel like doing a podcast. So I guess that means I'm a person of poor character that just can't persevere with the willpower to do a podcast. That having been said, here I have done a podcast so um thanks for listening um if you have any other reflections i'd say go on let me know what you think but really it's sort of like well it's sadder that's what i think so um i will i i will not hold it against you if you don't call but um i'm still here for you as you are for me so 206-339-3742 the listener feedback line um i am more than happy to um have you know Keep those calls coming. Uh, gives us something to talk about. Um, probably next week, probably next week, we'll talk about um, iMovie. Kind of interesting to hear Kendall talking with the um, the folks in the TPT control room today about trying to learn editing and having trouble with that. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got to get her up to speed on that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, that is the scoop. Thank you for listening. Um, thanks for being there out, out there for me. Um, and until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.